I'm Lex, she's Jen, and we are the Blatchlorettes. On this week's episode of our podcast, we are covering week eight of Katie's season of The Bachelorette slash The Men Tell All. Really, the week eight was like a half hour, and then The Men's Tell All was just like a shit show of an hour and a half. So that's what we're covering. <laughs> yep, yep, what did pretty you much. Think There's nothing our... else to cover. Yeah, there really is. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we'll just we'll just get into it. So we start off week eight. Right off the bat, we see Katie like walking with Taysha, and I super appreciated this moment of Katie talking to Taysha because Taysha was just like talking about her experiences and how hometown just changed stuff for her, which was for me was like, whoa. And then Katie's like, yeah, I've never been to a hometown. And I'm just, I let me tell you, I was just annoyed off the bat. Just reminded like, yeah, she was 11th place. She wasn't even close. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. You didn't make it anywhere. Nowhere. Exactly. You didn't make it anywhere, really. The lead barely knew your name. And here you are, Bachelorette. Please tell me more about how you're an ally. We'll get into that later. Don't worry. So like Katie's saying, she hasn't really admitted to anyone that she's falling in love with them. And Tasha's like, you can't you just have to do it. You can't just have to take the lead. I love Tasha. But Tasha says Zach wasn't her strongest until she met his family. And I was like, why? I agree. Like, I agree. I, but like, until he, like, I thought she was like feeling him. And then, I don't know. I can definitely say that Tasha and Zach were probably not the strongest. And then as they kept going on, they were got stronger and stronger. But I didn't know he wasn't the strongest till hometowns. Wow. That's like an eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing is that she was so focused on Brendan. And that didn't really allow her to truly build those other relationships with Zach because she had it with Ivan because they had that deep conversation and Brendan was already Mm -hmm. one of her front runners. But Zach just snuck in the back there, even though like we hoped that she would choose someone who was, you know, like we knew she was going to choose someone who was, you know, you know, (laughs) Yes, we definitely knew she was going to choose someone who was like, you know, like <laughs> going in there. Um, and she and Jazak made the cutest couple. Anyway, listen to us go on and about Tasha's season <laughs> because her season was way more interesting. <laughs> oh, it sure was. It sure was. But you know what? I will give this season one thing. I have never disliked a group of men more. Not ever before this season so that's that's cheers for them wow. for doing that for me <laughs> yeah because who's left is michael a justin blake and greg and i really wasn't cheering for anyone besides michael a like maybe blake just purely because blake and katie's connection is cute but because i don't really like katie as a bachelorette i automatically don't really like blake as a um it's because you're a you hater call it? as a romantic <laughs> whatever <laughs> yes it is because I'm a hater. So if I don't like you, I don't like your spouse too. What you gonna do about it? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Okay, off of Tasha and her season. Michael A All right. is then talking. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's stop talking about Tasha. Let's do it. Michael A. And I really we really can stop calling him Michael A at this point because there's only one Michael left on the show. So Michael says introducing a woman to his family is different. And he's talking about how difficult it is. And he's never been away from his son for longer than a week. And I'm just like, ooh, like this is not. It, <laughs> to be away from your son for this shit? Uh-uh. Inevitably, we see the scene of him FaceTiming his son, and his son is like, 
maybe daddy left me because he don't want to see me. And like my heart just rips out of my chest. And I'm like, you better go see your son. <laughs> Listen, I was crying. I was like, absolutely not, little boy. And then literally he says that heartbreaking thing. And then he says, okay, goodbye. And Michael is like, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> right? So understandably, he's stressed the fuck out at this point. And you can just see how much of a, a, like, a light he is. Because even though he's stressed out, he's super sad. He still says thank you to the producers who let him FaceTime his son. And they like hug him and comfort him. I'm like, even the producers are hugging you, dude? Like, you must be you know, such a great person. So then obviously he like goes to see Katie. And he's just, yeah, I can't. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. But there's <laughs> one thing I want to bring up about the actual Katie breakup because she seems to do this a lot where she makes all the breakups about her. So Michael A is telling yeah. you, I need to be with my son. And you're like, well, yeah, obviously I'm like super heartbroken right now. And I just really, I, okay. He just told you that his son thinks that he doesn't love him anymore. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Right? <laughs> he needs to go home to James. Girl, what are you doing? Exactly. You are, it's, it's just so insensitive <laughs> because the same thing, she's breaking Connor's heart and he's comforting her while she is breaking his heart. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, this is just a pattern that I am not a fan of. I'm just going to put that out there. That's how I feel. Uh, but we, I mean, we always knew Michael A was leaving. And I've seen the comments on social yeah. media. Why didn't he just bring James? It's fucking COVID. It's a goddamn pandemic. Right? I would not be taking my toddler anywhere. What the fuck? But also, is, is that the type of environment that you want to bring a child around? Like, that's, I would never take my child to like, be in this environment where I'm sure there are toxic ass producers everywhere. No. And also, yeah, I like honestly, after the events of like last week and seeing this, I strongly believe Katie is a narcissist. Like she has so many narcissistic traits. Now I'm looking at her. I'm like looking at things in the light. I'm like, Ooh, I feel like she's just (laughs) self-obsessed. And This whole journey, she's never said she wanted to find her person. She's always just said she wants to get married. And I'm like... Is this why we're triggered? Because we have narcissists in our lives that we have complicated relationships with? Yes, it might be. You know what? That might be why we don't like her. Because I never liked her. Not even last season. Like, I still didn't like her then. I don't like her now. Maybe that's why. Maybe we spotted the narcissist early. First of all, though, like, just keeping it bugged, she was not even the most interesting person last season. And I'm sorry to say that racist Rachel was more interesting than Katie. So there's that. Exactly. And racist Rachel was at least more, like, she was good looking. So. (laughs) Oh my God, you're so mean. (laughs) I like, I'm nothing against Katie. She's a pretty girl. Is she leave pretty? No. Yikes. Yikes. So (laughs) Michael A. leaves. And it's not because Katie is not pretty. He leaves because he wants to be with his son, which is important. So it's this long shot of the car driving off into the desert, Katie Mm -hmm. crying in her chair. And Mm -hmm. then we go to the men tell all. This is like 20 minutes into (laughs) the two hour episode. And I'm like, how did we get here? It was just like, all right, now for the mental. And it was just like the weirdest transition. We couldn't even get an hour of show. I thought it was going to be an hour of show and an hour of tell all. It wasn't even Agreed. that. It was like, there's 20 minutes of show. All right, let's get into this. But what I find interesting from the show part is that Katie kept saying things like she thought he would be there till the end. 
And for me, I'm like, that. that's convenient to say right now. Because <laughs> like, I never mm-hmm. saw you with him, honestly. Not unless Greg straight up shot himself off into space or something. Like, <laughs> it did nah. not visualize you it's in my wild. So she kept saying that. I really thought it was going to be you at the end. I thought it was going to be you. And I was like, well, if you thought it was going to be him, why aren't you canceling the season? Exactly. Why aren't you canceling? Listen, post this on the Instagram. People had feelings about it in our DMs, but I'm like, Colton hopped over a fucking fence with his problematic ass. Claire was like, let's get engaged. Three episodes in. Let's do the damn thing. You mean to tell me that you're at the end of this process. You are down to your final four men. You think one of these guys is it. And instead of saying, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to be here. If he is not here, I'm done. And I'm, we're going to try to figure something out. You're just like, I just wish that you would stay. This just makes right. me sad. Right. I want you to like, stay. Like you will never be able to talk to him again because he's leaving a reality show. Like, girl, if this was real life and you wanted to be with that man, you would be with that man. So anyway, he lucked out because he did not end up with her. <laughs> Praises be. So <laughs> Praise be. should we do a sweet and sour for this part of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Um, my sweet part, I'm gonna just do real quick. My sweet part was Michael A. leaving Katie. My sour part was James saying, maybe daddy don't love me no more. Same. Really, mm. We're on the same page there. Yeah. <laughs> now watch the, really the whole new episode that is the men tell all. Yes. <laughs> the yes. The men tell the, all. Do you have the names <laughs> of all the guys? So I think I have the names of all the guys, but I don't know. I don't. I thought about writing it down, but then I was like, eh. So I don't. But the only person who really stood out was when they said Kyle. And I looked around, who the fuck is Kyle? Who is that? <laughs> I, I recognized him now, though, after talking to people in the DMs about it. They're like, remember on the mud wrestling date where he was the dude who was like making fun of the whole situation? And he was like, yeah, I got my ass kicked. And I was like, he got mollywopped by one of the bigger guys. That's right. I, I honestly don't remember. Unless, is he the guy who like brought his stank ass boxers? No. That's a different guy? That's a different oh, guy. Is it? <laughs> I have to go. I, I don't. I have to go look. Wait, is it the guy who brought his boxers, Cody? The one that Aaron hated? That was Cody? I can't remember. I gotta go. I gotta go back and look. Like we have it in our notes somewhere, so I can yeah, search it. it. It's okay. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. But yes, we'll figure it out. <laughs> for the men of color, we have Aaron, we have Trey, we have Carl, and we have Courtney and Andrew S. Of course, Michael A is also at the men tell all since we just got to see him go home. And by the way, if you guys saw any of the footage from the men tell all, like the teaser clips or whatever. Michael A is clearly in that footage. So you were already spoiled by ABC before you even watched the damn thing if you're watching it closely. So that was interesting. But Oh, oh, you mean the mental all teaser? Michael A was in the background? Yeah, he was because he's oh. in the front row. So once they pan oh. the guys, he is right there. Oh, yeah. I think I noticed, but it didn't really register to me. It was like, oh, Michael A with his bear. But it never registered. Oh, wait, if he's there. Yeah, yeah. ABC spoiled it for themselves. They did that. They did that. And the cut of the guys they showed seemed to be very heavily, I hate Hunter, which I really did not like. Yeah. Which, yeah, I didn't appreciate either. First of all, this is just a hating ass group of men. I'm going to say, like, 
I'm agree with you. Like at this point, these men left. The men who have left have been like my least favorite men of all time. There's I literally have no favorites besides Michael A. Like people are like liking Andrew S. I'm still very much on. He has some problematic tweets. I cannot cape for that man at mm, all. Maybe talk more Courtney. about that later too. Yes, we will talk more about that later. Maybe Courtney, because Courtney's hella cute and we just did not see that. Like the, the camera yep. just <laughs> did not flatter him at all. But he's fine, y'all. Like Courtney, go on his Instagram. Courtney is fine, y'all. Yeah. I'm telling you, like real life fine, not just camera. And yeah, I have, I really have no favorites. I no. just, I just I, don't. I have a problematic favorite. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Who is it? <laughs> it's Thomas. Thomas is oh, definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He's That's a problematic favorite. I low-key have a really problematic, not favorite, but huh. I respect you. You want to hear who it is? It's Carl, isn't it? It is. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first I was like, what the fuck is Carl? Like, I don't want to hear this again. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, wait, Carl is the only one who is like bringing the drama and I respect him for that. <laughs> Listen, Carl was 100. Okay, let's let's dive into the the episode. So the first thing we notice is that Tasha and Caitlin look gorgeous as usual. There seem to be some kind of burgundy-ish, plum-ish, wine reddish theme for the dresses, which I like. And they kill it. They absolutely mm-hmm. kill it. They sure the fuck do. Katie's dress is green, by the way, so clearly we're celebrating Christmas. Awkward. But Neon green at like, that. It's weird. So weird. It's weird. <laughs> we do this recap with the guys and stuff. We show the super shitty I Hate Hunter edit. And then we're directing the conversation, but not really. So I will say this mental all is heavily edited to the point where there are certain things that do not make any sense in these edits. So it makes mm. Tasha and Caitlin look like they're doing nothing the entire yeah. time. But mm. I'm pretty sure they just cut shit out. I, I really thought that we're going to get some Jerry Springer in this bitch, but we did not. And I was disappointed <laughs> by that. Me saying. too. So in this first section of the mental all, they ask Aaron, what the fuck was up with Cody? And then basically there's this whole free for all where Carl jumps in, Brendan jumps in, Carl jumps in. They gang up on Carl. And I'm there, the whole time I'm there, I'm like, where's Tasha and Caitlin? Are they going to tell them to calm it down or i'm pretty sure they cut it out they must have cut it out because there's no way and then there's no way you can sit there and then watch okay so the cody aaron thing is stupid just like we fucking knew it would be aaron's like oh he said that he wanted to go on the show and he wanted to get like x amount of followers and dude was like yeah i said that six months before i even knew i was going what are you talking about yeah yeah okay i think because was something cody was cody had posted like he's gonna be famous in six months or something like yeah. that and that rubbed aaron the wrong way and i was like okay if i saw that as a rational human being if i saw that and i ended up on a show with someone knowing i'm there for fame too i would keep my mouth yeah. shut like aaron's <laughs> trying to pretend like he was there for katie and i'm like dude and we've never seen him even talk to her. I, I have a bridge I can sell you. I'm not dumb. I'm not exactly. dumb. Jeez. We're not. So then Brendan speaks up, and I'm just so shocked by the fact that Brendan is in this drama. I'm like, what? where have you been? 
I did not know he was in the Love Man Posse until that moment. And yeah. I was so upset. I was like, oh, okay. So you are making sure you're getting your screen time this time. Got it. Yeah. And then Carl jumps in and he says, they all gang up on people. and Which is blah, not a lie. Blah, blah. Carl Which, is telling yeah, the truth. Exactly. Carl, Yet again. That's why I, said, I had to respect Carl because he really came in there saying, I'm, look, I'm telling the truth and I'm calling everybody out on their bullshit. And he got his screen time and he's definitely a memorable face. He also told Brendan he just came for a free ticket to the United States and I died laughing. Like <laughs> That was the second funniest moment of the night. <laughs> second funniest moment of the entire night was that moment. Oh my God. What was uh, the funniest moment? We don't, We haven't gotten oh, there we yet. Got there later? But okay. I'm about to tell you my third funniest moment. So, you know... It turns into a whole Cody versus Aaron thing in the beginning, then Carl versus everyone, and then Carl specifically versus Brendan and Trey. And then there is a point where I realize that James is sitting next to Brendan. I'm like, oh, they are two different people, aren't they? Anyway, so they that are. happens. <laughs> so all this goes on. All the guys are lying, trying to pretend, oh, we're not here for fame. We were here for Katie this whole time. I'm like, then why mm. the fuck didn't y'all talk to her? Or sit down, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. When should... mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the only person not talking at this point is Michael A. Because he is just sitting there, like, looking around, like, you know that meme with the dog yeah. and the fire? Like, this is fine. That's yeah. Michael A. <laughs> in that moment. So it's fine. And then they dive into Hunter. So Trey's like, Hunter, you're a liar. And then you find out that Aaron and a bunch of the other guys were bullying Hunter in the house for his size. Like, they made this, like, awkward, like, midget 1.5 joke. Instead of him being a 2.0, he's a 1.5. Yeah. That was fucked up. It was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, just making fun of how he looked and stuff and calling him a leprechaun. and Yeah. I I was not a fan of that. And then Trey's like, Hunter, you're a liar. You told Kate that you were falling for her when you called Shea Kool-Aid that you were not falling for her. You And Hunter is like, that's not what I said. They asked if I was in love, and I said, no, I'm not there yet. And then I'll say, I asked if I was falling in love, and I said, yes, because I was falling for her. And he's like, that's different. And then that turns into a huge argument where the guys are like, mm-hmm. oh, you're lying. And... Also, I want to be clear here. Hunter did not have a final four. He thought Katie had a final four. And he was just saying who he thought Katie would have in her final four Mm -hmm. based on connections in Mm -hmm. the house. And he only managed to get three Mm -hmm. of them. So whatever. And two of those people (laughs) were wrong. he was wrong anyway. Exactly. He was wrong. But that's besides the point. So we're now at this point. The guys are all calling Hunter names and doing all this shit. And Connor B is like, listen. I was actually Hunter's roommate. He is a genuine guy. He genuinely had feelings for Katie. I'm not going to let you guys sit here and shit talk him this way. And then James is like, oh, so in my opinion, blah, blah, blah. And Connor's like, and then your opinion is wrong, bitch. He didn't <laughs> yeah. say the bitch part. But he looked at James and he was kind of like, shut the fuck up, asshole. Like, anybody fucking talking right. to you? Who's talking to your ass? Right. It, that just, is, it felt like it needed that bitch on the end. Yeah. It needed, <laughs> that, the bitch was implied. The bitch was implied. And that is the third funniest moment of the night. Literally that moment. I actually busted out laughing. And my mom was like, are you okay? I've never heard you enjoy the show this much. <laughs> I was like, yes, that mother. Is so funny. <laughs> yes, mother, I am fine. 
it's a, I I just could not believe that Connor said it. I really couldn't. That's what it is. It was shock. <laughs> yes, like that coming from Connor B, like that was that was definitely surprising. <laughs> it's just your opinions wrong. My uh, my other funniest moment of the night was like in that man jumble where everybody's just like arguing and somebody saying something. I think it was Trey. I swear to God, Trey was saying something. <laughs> And I was watching this on Hulu and Carl says very clearly, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I was like, no, no bleep, no nothing. Just shut the fuck up. And I was like, is it just a family show? He did say that. He did say that. And he was right because I've said Trey talks too goddamn much. That's his fucking problem. He talks too fucking much. I thought that they had just took everything that Trey talked about and edited it in a way that sounded annoying. And then I realized when Trey opened his mouth on this show, I'm like, wow, you're actually annoying. Like, <laughs> Yep. Yep. Oh, God. So thank you, Carl. And that's the only time I'm going to thank Carl, but yep. <laughs> it needed to be said. Shout out to Carl in that one moment. In that one moment. <laughs> so then after all of that jumble mm-hmm. of things, Connor B gets on the hot seat. And they were they're reviewing Connor B's time on the show. And I don't know if I'd ever paid attention to him kissing before. So this time I intentionally decided I'm going to pay attention to every time he kisses Katie. And I kid you not, every time he kisses Katie looks like a terrible kiss. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Lord, someone needs to help this man. But that's the thing, right? I think it's just they just didn't have the chemistry. So no, no matter what he did, it would have looked off. It would be like me kissing my gay best friend. Like, actually, no, we actually do have chemistry, even though we're not attracted <laughs> to each other. Never mind. It'll be like me making out with... Like your brother huh. or something. Ew. <laughs> Why would I want to be thinking about kissing someone low like, key? No. <laughs> no. Like, someone that we both know. Okay, let me think. I think it would be like, I guess he, okay, he kind of is like my family, but he isn't. I'm just thinking about everybody that we have in common who's a dude. And I was like, yeah, he might be related to me. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Yes, because we're in the Caribbean where everybody's related to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so fine. Okay, not necessarily a family member, but like just like a casual acquaintance that you you haven't seen from Adam and there's no zing in your in betwixt your knees okay there's no love there <laughs> so I think I don't even know if Connor was even really attracted to her I think he liked the idea of her but maybe not so much her in person because how he kissed that other girl on mm-hmm. stage which is another thing so producer plant in the audience is just I don't think you're a bad kisser and I have to mm-hmm. prove it for myself and she comes down there and they kiss on stage and, and it's like the weirdest thing in reality TV history. (laughs) And then Andrew S. is there like, oh, you're a tiger. And I was dying. That was like hilarious. But how he kissed her is not how he was kissing Katie. You see what I'm saying? It's just not the same. Like that, there was no weird hand placement, like the stiff fingers on the side of the head. There was none of that. It was just like, she's actually attractive and he finds her attractive. And so the kiss was not bad. I don't know, because I watched a kiss and it looked weird to me still. It just looked like such a forced kiss. Like, he does this thing where his lips, where he just, maybe he's just, like, too tall or something. But he's, like, all over their chin. And it just looks so 
it, honestly, it looked awkward to me. Like, I'm not going to lie. And I was like, why would y'all do this to, the, to both of these people? So anyway, this girl who also just happens to be a recording artist joins them on the couch and she says the kiss is an 11. I'm like, girl, you a damn liar. <laughs> 11's a teensy bit high. I will say that if we're rating Kisses with Katie as a two, just based on sheer (laughs) awkwardness, whatever, then we can rate this kiss with her at like an eight compared to the Kisses with Katie. Compared, yeah. 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 But 11? 11's a lot. I will give her that exaggeration. And I mean, on the casting call, it was just like, you could kiss him, or he could politely decline. So you don't know which way it was going to go. Yes, there's an actual casting call thing. I had posted it in our stories. Uh, yep. Shout out to Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. Scoop for getting that. Anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, when Bachelor Nation Scoop posted that the casting call information, Connor B commented and he was kind of like, well, I didn't mind. And I was like, oh, okay. Then that's all you need to know. The person yeah. who was involved does not mind, then we don't care. And I want, also wonder if they like prepped him or... Egg just gave him like Mm-mm. any kind of. They did. I don't, don't think, think they, did. they did. No. Wow. I think mm. he, but he's like. So according to like Bachelor horoscopes and stuff, he's like a he loves that big love story thing. He's like a Pisces or something like that. Like just that, that makes big so much sense. romantic love story. Like he's all for that. So this for him would be like a meet cue, like it's a rom com. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, but then it's COVID. We're living in the middle of a pandemic. I wonder if he even thought of that or I wonder if they like had to prep him beforehand just to be like hey everybody in here is safe just so you know you can swap spit with everyone in here yeah (laughs) yeah you can kiss all the guys and girls you want in this room like as long as you can fight for them you can kiss them like I I don't know what they said to these guys but yeah let's see so after Connor B gets out of the hot seat then we go to the Andrew S hot seat which was a big dud to me like nothing you didn't really talk about anything nothing really happened my literal note is andrew s hot seat not as exciting as connor b's that's it that's my whole note yeah for me sorry there's a car alarm going off in case anybody can hear that but for me i literally the only thing i wrote down from andrew s's section is andrew s is waiting for someone to pick him for him and that was it <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, you should totally wait for someone to pick you for you. That's a good idea. And I don't know, I guess I don't I feel like they were trying to frame him as this like bachelor. Yeah, a bachelor edit for sure. For sure. Yeah, but he was just and it's OK, I'm totally down for another black bachelor. I'm not going to lie, though. He's a little boring. Not yes. him. Yeah, it would be like him. making Clay the bachelor and Clay is the most boring man I've ever seen on the show. And then, yeah, obviously, Clay is pushing for Andrew to be Bachelor because they're cousins. But I'm just like, eh, we can do something else. It's, it's fine. Honestly, yeah. I don't really see anyone from this group being the Bachelor besides my maybe Michael A. But then it's like, yeah, I don't really want Michael A. to be in this universe because it's so toxic. And I want True. his kid to stay away. So True. <laughs> poor too. James, who thinks daddy was on a work trip, is going to come back in a couple of years and watch this and be like, you lied to me because he kept saying daddy's on a work trip daddy's on a work trip and i'm like uh you know he go find out right one day he's going to be old enough to understand that you were not on that work trip <laughs> well i guess technically it's a work trip technically maybe sort of if you're trying <laughs> to be an influencer it is a work trip so not really a lie it is if you're in that line of work by the way 
I forgot to mention this, but there was one week when Michael A. mentioned that he supports his family and his in-laws' family as well. And I kind of looked like, Mike, Michael, Michael, you making money? <laughs> well, no, he <laughs> actually clarified that. He clarified that actually in an IG, like a story live sort of situation after the episode aired. He was like, I don't want it to make it seem as if they can't do anything for themselves and that they're just taking from me. We have a very generous, loving relationship with coordinating with James and things like that. So I think it was more of a, these are the important people in my life who I care for more than I am financially covering everyone's burdens kind of conversation. But maybe it is. Maybe he's making that money. I don't know. But I feel like he might be. I feel like because he has mm -hmm. that confidence of I don't need to talk about money. Sound good. Like there's the people who don't need to talk about money. I find are the ones who are like the most confident and secure financially. So I'm like, Michael, it might be a catch. Like he's he might a catch be. catch. He might he's be. A catch, catch. And I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Because then he gets his chance in the hot seat. Everyone is crying mm-hmm. at the end of his journey edit thing. Even the guys. And he says that he would give Katie another shot. If mm-hmm. she had not found love with anyone. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Shout out to you. And then we also find out that Michael A. broke the WoWo challenge. <laughs> like he was the one right? that broke it. And so I don't know if he was like the only one to admit it, but like the drag queens have asked and he was like, yeah, I, I did. And then there was yep. this really funny bit about his stamina. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I got great stamina for my age. I'm like, Michael A., he's just out here crushing it. Looking like not even that old, first of all. He's like mid 30s, right? Yeah, and I'm like, you nasty. I love it. Yes, me too. Nasty (laughs) and unashamed. And still somehow pure and sweet. I love it too. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And then we get to the most confusing part of the episode. Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. It was, I was confused too. And Jason's engagement and proposal story. Like, why did we need that? Why did we need that? I don't understand it. It's sweet. Don't get me wrong. I think they're very sweet. But why did we need to see it? Like, I, I, I like them together. Like, I like them as a couple. But we don't report every single thing that happens in Bachelor Nation on Men Tell All. I was like, why is this happening? But then I saw somebody tweet and said, ABC's trying real hard to get credit for that engagement. And I was like, oh, that might be it. Because <laughs> technically it is a Bachelor Nation engagement. Like, I suppose. together by the Bachelor Nation. But I mean, it's... <laughs> yes and no. I don't even know. It's weird. I think very sweet. I watched the video when it was put up initially with the proposal stuff. So I think it's very cute. Caitlin's ring still gorgeous and huge. But there is a meme that someone did where it's like Zach at home watching Jason's show about the Mentella. And I was like, yeah, I'm wondering where the fuck is Zach in all of this? I know that I don't think that he's really into the fame in the same way. Taisha is an actual influencer. Right, that's her job. Mm-hmm. Zach is not an mm-hmm. influencer. That's not his job. And I don't feel as if he's as interested in writing the coattails yeah. of that as Taisha. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I feel like he's fine without the fame. I feel like he's probably prefers to live off the grid and then support Taisha 
in what she's doing. So I don't feel probably he's probably just whatever. Like I ain't, I ain't got to do shit. But I'm like, I'm sure Tasha wanted an after the rose special and she ain't get one. So we, they need yep. to get one. They do. Or they do. let us see the wedding when they do get married. So I would like to see the wedding. They do. Yeah. So they've been engaged a year, about a year now. No, right? it's not Coming a year up yet. In a year. Almost, Coming up but not quite. Because they started filming The Bachelorette last July. Yeah. So but they didn't get, August so they would have gotten engaged end of August, beginning of September, I think. Yeah, yeah. So coming up on it, you're not quite a year, 11 months, <laughs> not quite a year. Yeah. But congrats to them. But that isn't, this is not Tasha's show. <laughs> I have to keep reminding myself. <laughs> right. So my uh, next note, <laughs> my next note is that Trey talks too much. That is my note. Trey talks. Oh, because this is the part where Katie comes out. So Katie comes out and Trey decides to be the spokesman again. As usual, it was it was Staying weird. It was words. weird because they act. They were asking people specifically things, and then Trey just pops up. And I'm like, did they ask him, or did he just start talking? <laughs> my notes in my notes, I put I didn't even put what he tried to say. I just put Trey sucks up to her because that's really what he's doing. He's like sucking up to her. Yep. He's like, thank you. I'm such a great person because of you. And it's like, no, dude, you're not. You're really you're, not. No. You're not. And not if you were a better person, it wasn't because of the five minutes of screen time you got with Katie. Like, I kid you not. Yeah, <laughs> I just, that was hard to watch. And Katie's made a joke where she was like, oh, no looking back, only forward. So she would never get back with anyone that laughter that she sent home. And I was like, that's a strong stance to take. Do mm-hmm. you? But don't come crying to nobody. Especially with Michael A. right there, because I think they asked her about that specifically, and she's like, "Everything." Yeah. She's just like, "Everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out." And I was like, "Girl, you were literally saying you thought you would end this with Michael A." And anyway, I guess maybe it did work out for her in the end. I don't know. I will see. I guess. I guess. <laughs> but then the the funniest moment of the night occurs because you remember they're asking all the individual guys what they have to say to Katie, and then so Aaron. The leader of the Love Man Posse says something, and then Katie says, "Aw, thanks, Thomas." And I was <laughs> like, "Did you just did she just call him Thomas?" And she's hor. So Tasha and Caitlin are horrified, and he like runs off the stage, and I was just kind of like, "That's right, Aaron is the true villain of this house. He really is the Thomas in this situation <laughs> because Thomas has still done nothing wrong." <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong thomas came thomas was honest thomas was left <laughs> that's what happened but i thought this was funny too and just another indicator of like how i feel like self-absorbed katie is because it's like dude like you can remember me too talking to you like and it probably was like a yeah. slip of the tongue it's but not it's like there's 30 like- dudes there now that's true. And Aaron and Thomas look completely different. I feel like in her head, she just went man of color. What's his name? Oh, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, like It was a pretty big Freudian yeah. slip. I'm going to tell her that. <sighs> it was. And it was for me, it was just like, of course. It was funny. It was funny, though, in the moment. Because it, I think it like also knocked Aaron down a notch, which he needed. Because he's oh, very yeah. much up in there like, bro, this, bro, that, like, feels like he's running shit. So for the lead to forget his name, basically, I feel knocked him down to, like, just a couple spaces to, like, where he needed to be. Because yes, he was up there. <laughs> yes, just enough, just enough. And then they have saved Thomas for last. Because Thomas is not able to join yeah. them in person. So he joins them via video chat. 
and he apologizes for taking attention away from Katie and her journey. Oh, wait, before we get there, remember, all the men are talking. So Carl said something to Katie and then she saw this mm-hmm. fake smash. She's like, oh, thank you, Carl. Like super fake. And then so Thomas apologized for taking attention away from her journey and from the guy's time with her. And she pretty much doubles down on her rudeness. She was like, I'm sorry if you were hurt that I did what I had to do because you're a horrible person. That's pretty much what it was. But also, like, before when she was talking to Carl, it was kind of shitty what she told Carl. Because she told Carl that the other men were more important than him. And that's why she sent him home. And I was like, how is that supposed to make him feel any better? She was like, yeah, the other men and their opinions were more important than you being here. So that's why I had to send you home. And I was like, girl, you could have kept that to yourself. But yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's all bad. And she's really doubling down on this hatefulness of Thomas. Even in the after interview, I watched a clip on Good Morning America or something like that, where they were like, oh, would you recommend any guys to your friends? Whatever. And she mentioned someone that Tammy was interested in. I guess they're both on Paradise. I don't know. I forget who the dude was because I don't care. And then Um, they're like, oh, is there anyone you warned them away from? And she's like, you guys already know my answer. Thomas is not a good person. Like she literally calls Thomas out again by name. Yeah. Grow up. I don't know. Grow up, bitch. I I feel like there's something fishy going on here about how just how adamant she is against Thomas without saying anything specifically. And probably probably part of it is because maybe she signed an NDA. She can't really say much about what happened in the house. But like now it's getting to the point where it's suspicious to me. Like when Katie had that whatever confrontation in the house in The Bachelor, everybody was like on her side. But for us, I was kind of like, something's up here. This don't yep. feel right. And, it, and obviously it was against women of color. And then now we're seeing the same thing where she's adamantly like anti-Thomas, who is a man of color. And at first I'm like, okay, yeah, he seems like he could be manipulative. He seems like he could, probably wasn't genuine. He was slick. I'm not going to lie. He was slick. But for her to be going in on him like this, now I'm kind of like, what's going on here? What's the real story? Because something's not. Yeah. I just think it's her. I think that she does not want to change her opinion or admit that she was wrong. I think it's just stubbornness because she came so hot, so hard against him and she can't give up that energy now. She looks like a fucking idiot. She already (laughs) looks like a fucking idiot, but she She would look even bigger of an idiot if she stopped. So, but I think that she should just keep his name out of her mouth unless she's going to say Thomas is insert horrible thing here that he actually did that there's nothing to say exactly just like and and i really don't think there's anything wrong with just keeping somebody's name out your mouth if you don't have nothing good to say about them like in an instance where some like it's an open-ended question and they're like anybody would want i I would say something like you girls just stay vigilant blah 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 blah. (laughs) but she's like yeah like yeah come on girl just yeah, that's just, yeah. Anyway, and then it ends, it kind of just ends there. Yeah, Thomas says his life has been transformed, apparently, which I believe him because he was on there looking like a whole zaddy with that little groaning beard. And I forgot <laughs> how fine he was. Listen, he was looking him. like a whole ass snack. I was like, you know what, Thomas? I'm going to let you ride this ride. I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to do it. Exactly. Like, I'm going to just lust after you for a little bit and that's it. <laughs> it's just, he was fine. And then it's kind of weird also because Katie was all up on this man and is now vehemently like, not Thomas. And I feel like maybe she's low-key embarrassed too that she was 
all up on this man because he was so he was attractive and then she was like ah fuck now I look like an idiot because I'm just all up on this man who obviously just wants to be the bachelor like yeah (laughs) it could be embarrassment too I still think they should make in The Bachelor, though. Just for this, for the chaos. I would Yo, love to see it. I would love I to see it. Love also, he's to fine. see it. He's fine. He is successful. He is actually perfect Bachelor material. He is the perfect first Latinx Bachelor. Like, he... There's some controversy. He flying. He got money. Like, he's tall. Oh, Lord. The girls would go crazy. If y'all listen to this podcast, anybody producing, please cast Thomas. I would love to see it. I would love to watch that season. I, I would tune in actually every week. Like, I would tune in for that show. Yes, yes, yes. Just to uh, see what the fuck is happening. Okay, so are there any sweet moments from the mental law that you want to talk about? Oh, my sweet moment is when Carl told Trey to shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was the best part. I kid you not. What was your sweet moment? My sweet moment was Connor pretty much telling Jane shut the fuck up. So really, we're like <laughs> similar veins, similar veins here. Just men checking men. We love it. We love to see it. Yeah. Sour moment. I'm going to say my sour moment. Honestly, my sour moment was Katie's dress because she just came out looking like a whole clown. And I was like, girl, <laughs> who told you to wear that? Like, just clown colors. Oh, and she looked terrible, like next to Tasha and Caitlyn. Terrible. Oh, that's so. That's my sour moment. What's your sour moment? My sour moment: everyone piling on Hunter. Like I just, I really don't like it. I can't stand yeah. it. That's just not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. So fuck all those niggas. I said what I said. Yeah. I still don't get. I really don't get the pylon on Hunter. Like he said, he like has a legit explanation for everything that they came at him for, and it was like that doesn't matter. Hunter, you're still a terrible person. I was like, what? We haven't really seen Hunter be terrible. So glad Connor V stuck up for him. That's another sweet moment. Oh, well, you said that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I guess that's the episode. Then we that. find out there's going to be a three-hour finale on August 9th. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got two more weeks of this. Two more weeks. And, of course, as usual, probably going to be a two-hour episode one hour after the final rose i don't know we gonna see how they shake it out this season so yeah. let's just hop on over to mj's email which is the highlight of all the times <laughs> yay mj's email this Second. one is titled mta like the metropolitan transportation association it also sucks and <laughs> i mj killed yeah. it as usual she's super funny mm-hmm. the mental all is the equivalent of putting the phone down doing something else for a few minutes and then picking up the phone again and they're still talking. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. I just watched it like, what is going on? What's happening? Yep. And if it wasn't official that Michael A. was America's new sweetheart, it is now. Also, he needs to drop his skincare routine because he's always glowing. And if he really was the one, she'd be there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All of that, mm-hmm. hard agree. Tasha mm-hmm. is... And the beard routine. Yeah. Tasha has <laughs> dressed the house down boots. Just dressing in circles around everyone else. The braids, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tasha's looking amazing. That's yep. it. Like, mm-hmm. And then the last point is what we've always said. Thomas is looking fine. And this yep. is fine. <laughs> Not like just fine, but like fine. Thomas is fine. fine. He's and so I was like, fine. yeah, girl. 
He was so fine. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it too. I honestly do. Listen, men who are that pretty are upsetting, okay? They are. Because you, you know they can take your drawers off with just like a look. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't even have to look too hard. He just like glanced exactly. at the corner of his eye and just like, I'm already naked and I don't know how exactly. I I'm it's naked like- and I'm on a bed and it's a sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, how did like, this happen? You know, it's that, that that freeze frame voiceover. You're probably wondering how we ended up here, right? <laughs> well, Thomas looked at me and it was all over from there. Yep, that's exactly it. Oh, Lord. All right. But thanks, MJ. That was great. That was great. So now we move on to Bachelor Nation news. Yes, the Bachelor Nation news story. So. Yes, Bachelor Nation news. Sorry, I have a dog. He hates me tonight. Um, we just got we got shit going on. We got shit going on. We got shit going on. So first things first, a lot of Bachelor Nation people are hanging out together, and also it seems as if a lot of the Bachelor Nation guys are hanging out with Chase from Too Hot to Handle in yes. Miami. Super random. So but that was a thing. This- it's so random. It's so random because I I was looking at I was looking at pictures like la da da, and then I was like. Where do I know this guy from? I was like, oh shit, that's Chase. So random for them to be hanging out together. But hey, um, Chase also was not my favorite from the show. So I was like, all uh, right, it's like I, side eye. I will only remember Chase right. as the guy who had a fucking roach <laughs> pitch on his face. Like that is it. That is his only claim to fame. Uh, he is the guy who I keep I like kept forgetting was black. <laughs> Cause like, and we we still gotta do a whole episode on too hot to handle, which was coming, people. Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's but coming. like when Marvin, when I saw his relationship with Marvin, it suddenly clicked. I'm like, oh, they're both black. Oh, <laughs> it took a couple seconds time, to it's connect there. This white guy. Yeah, no, but hello, yeah. it's obvious why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I won't say anymore. We'll save it for the podcast. The next, the yes, hot to handle one. We'll save it for when we get there. Um, that's one thing. In the same vein as that, Victoria Fuller, who you might remember as the toxic dramatic one from Peter season, as she posted a TikTok video with a bunch of Batch Nation people, including Mike, Black Mike, not like Michael A. Mike, Ivan, Kelsey, who was also from Peter season, Champagne Gate, a bunch of people who uh-huh. the woe. And I was like, this is awkward and embarrassing on a lot of levels i really need us to not be doing this because 90 percent of you had no idea what the fuck y'all were doing but uh, also wasn't she modeling like kkk wear (laughs) or something that did that yes and she it's a whole thing victoria fuller is important to other people i don't know i do not Listen, I guess in Bachelor Nation, what's a little racism between friends? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm just saying. What's a little racism between friends? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a lot of Bachelor Nation. It's like, there's only a little racist. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it's still racist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just, we do what that is. That's the Bachelor Nation Hangouts. In actual good news, Raven and Adam are having a baby. They announced that Raven is pregnant, even though we already knew that because they filmed an ad or did a picture for an ad for something on their social media. And the picture of the sonogram was in the background of the fridge. 
Like, oh, we, yeah, yeah. I already spot that shit. But you know what? We waited for them to announce it officially. Shout out to Raven and Adam. Even though, Raven, I would still love to know why you and Rachel Lindsay aren't friends anymore. Would love to know what you did. Love to know what you said. I would too, because I've been hearing some things about Raven and it's not good. I'm not going to say, but I'm like, she does not seem like a great person. But congrats to her, though. That's not going to stop me from congratulating. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats on the baby. Congrats on that. There's two other things, like officially, anyway. Slide three. There's three other things. God damn it. So much shit is happening this week. (laughs) I can't stand it. Okay. So, Andrew S. Y'all know he had the shitty tweets along with Justin. Justin has had mm-hmm. his appearance on Bachelor Happy Hour to talk about that. Andrew S. has not done any podcast, no appearances yet as far as we know. And he hasn't put out an apology. So that was true up until the airing of the Men Tell All footage. So we noticed mm-hmm. that on Extra, I believe it was, they asked him like, hey, what do you have to say about those tweets? You know, the problematic tweets. It's literally 40 seconds of him being like, yeah, I'm not that person anymore. Yep. So sorry. Yeah. He he didn't even say sorry. He was just like, oh, yeah, like that was terrible. And I'm not that person anymore. And I would never say that. (laughs) Yeah. So you're so different from who you were last year. Shout out to you. Exactly. Because one of them was definitely from last, I think, January 2020. It was sometime 2020. And he's just like, yeah, I'm not that person now. And if my mom were to hear me say that, she would beat my ass. And I'm like, okay, so why didn't she beat your ass then? Yeah. I feel what like you should have been beating on? your ass this whole time. Let's do it. Exactly. And when are you actually going to say the words, I'm sorry? I'm going to link this in the show notes. I think it was entertainment tonight. So I'm going to link it in the show notes so y'all can see if you haven't seen already. But it's like an apologetic non-apology. Yep. Is basically what he did. So yep. I'm still like on the, fe- I'm still like on the not Andrew S camp and I will permanently remain there. It looks like for a long time. So yeah. we're not coming out yeah. of that. We're just going to stay mm-hmm. away from there. That's fine. Wait, mm-hmm. did we talk about the whole Maggie Katie thing or was that no. this week? Shit. That, oh we got to dive into it this week. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. I'm going to skip, mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over the other two. Very quickly, and then we'll get to the end. Okay, so two more things. The Bachelorette Facebook account released a list of 35 men who could potentially be competing for Michelle this season. Mm -hmm. There are, like, only 12 black dudes. Mm -hmm. like, And there's only a handful of dark-skinned black men, which I figured. Like, literally, like, maybe three. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But a a lot of them look cute. There's one dark-skinned man, so fine, PJ, Oh my God, <laughs> he better make it on because I'm at his point. Uh, listen, and I had the Nigerian model is also super hot, but he's a Nigerian model. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's a problem. <laughs> the real issue is that most of these dudes are white. And I understand that Michelle is half black, half white. Her dad's black. Her mom is white. But that doesn't mean she's only dating white dude. She was on a, She was exactly. on the season for the first Black Bachelor. One would think that you would exactly. also get her more people of color. People are like, oh, well, it's a more diverse cast than what Katie had. I was like, I don't give a fuck what Katie had. What are you even talking about? I don't right. care. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even think about the fact that she solely came on the show for a black man. Like the least they could do is offer her more selection for black men because that's obviously what she's attracted to. If you go by, if you go by like 
fathers and stuff, you usually date somebody who models after your father. And if her father's black, guess what? She's going to be into black men. So give my girl Michelle some black men. Give her some more black men. I don't know how you're going to find them right now, but I think you should. So that's my two cents. Of course, once the official list is released, we will do what we usually do, which is talk about it. We tried Mm -hmm. a space last time to talk about it. That was like... That was fun. That was fun. I think that we get more engagement on the Instagram doing the lives. But I think spaces Mm -hmm. is also fun because other people get to talk with us. It's like Clubhouse Mm -hmm. in that way. Where people yeah. get to be on stage and talk to us. So there's that. And then the other thing before we dive into the Maggie Katie shenanigans is that Taisha put out an Instagram story on July 24th saying that it is the one year anniversary of the day they called her to be the Bachelorette. And then she immediately doubled back and was like, You mean to potentially be the Bachelorette and to come <laughs> to wherever they filmed, Palm Springs. And I was like, Let's think about that for a second. Claire and Dale's shenanigans were not, they were like popping off. Like they weren't even really popping off at that point. Claire hadn't done the whole ignoring everyone for Dale bit yet based on the timeline of when recording supposedly started filming, recording, whatever. Mm -hmm. This would have been like maybe a week and a half after they started filming that they called. Okay, I'll even say two weeks that they called Tasha to come into New Mexico. And yeah. it was like, so you forced Claire out. That, that's what you did. And we all know it, right? Like we- That's honestly what it's feeling like because it feels like they possibly manipulated Claire into an early exit so that they can get somebody else in. And I don't know if it was planned or Antasha was in on it. Or if they got on site and they were like, yeah, we're, we're not doing Claire anymore. Let's get Tasha. Let's get somebody in here. Because wasn't somebody else also there as like, yeah, Hannah Ann went there and so did Becca Kufrin, I think. But Hannah Ann was also filming that podcast with Tasha. Remember, she was on that clickbait podcast right. before. Oh, it's yeah. a lot of weird stuff was going on. And then that was also the season where JoJo took over for Chris Harrison while he took his son to college or some shit. So there was a lot of weird things happening that season, aside from the fact that they were fucking filming in Palm Springs in 110 degree weather. Yeah. I want to bet that everybody who worked that season just probably thought it was hell and chaos. And it probably was because it was the first season in COVID too. So they had to navigate quarantining. How are they going to film? How are they going to get everybody to quarantine? How are they going to work with people? How are they going to be safe? Plus, how are they going to navigate this bachelorette with two bachelorette season, two bachelorettes in the season plus 100 degree weather. I really, I'm curious. I want to ask the producer whether it's hell or not. I bet it was hell. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like hell. It sounds horrible, but it, the timing is just interesting. That's all I will it say. Is. It's it obvious is. and interesting, but uh, let's dive into what we're really here for, which is Maggie yes. and Katie. Lex, do you want to yes. give me the highlights? Yes, let us dive into the tea because I was watching this over the weekend. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I watched it again recently and I'm still like, what was Katie thinking? Anyway, so Maggie got on, she posted a video where she was like, people have been asking her to say something about the fact that Katie can't list five countries in Africa, which is still wild to me. I watched that clip too. And she lists one, which is South Africa. And the other one she lists is pyramids. So 
<laughs> that's Katie trying to list four countries in Africa, four or five countries in Africa. So Maggie is from Ethiopia, which is in Africa. <laughs> and she just like calls out Katie for basically living with her and not remembering where she's from. And also, it's like the sweetest read of all time, first of all, because Maggie's like, just in case I'm from Ethiopia. And then Matt's also half Nigerian. So that's two African countries. There you go, Katie. And it's like the nicest, politest read. And then Katie decides to respond in like the most non-apology apology ever, taking a cue from Andrew S. Well, I, maybe Andrew S. took a cue from her. I don't know. Uh, I forget. She said, I'm learning, but she was just like, I was just like, yeah. like frozen or whatever. And I just didn't, I didn't want to say the wrong thing. And the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, how could you... But you did say the wrong thing. Like, you said pyramids. She said pyramids Jesus because Christ. that's the clue they gave her. Nick and them were giving her clues. They're like, they were giving they were giving clues. her clues. That's why they said pyramids. We're going to give you the easiest oh country. Gosh. Pyramids, you know? And she's looking at them like pyramids. And they're like, yeah, the pyramids. They're in this country, in Africa. Like, <laughs> they were trying to get her to say Egypt. But my thing is, you know what? Forget it if you don't know about Egypt, even because a lot of people don't know that Egypt is in Africa, which is a whole separate conversation, just generally. Right. And I mean, right. like, highly educated people, they don't know that because they think Egypt's the Middle East. So right. there we go. Mm -hmm. Right. My thing is, like, you dated Matt. Exactly. He's a proud, well, maybe not proud, but like, he clearly stated his father is Nigerian. Like, he said exactly. it. Like, this is not a secret. <laughs> you dated this man. Like, right? even if you and Maggie weren't that close, you lived in the house with her. You lived right. in the same space with her for weeks. And you'd never right. bother to listen to where she's from. That is wild to me. Because when I started college and I started being in the same spaces with people... They were so intrigued about where I was from, especially people who had never left the States, which I don't believe Katie's left the States. And it was like, and they remembered where I was from. They're like, oh, that's that girl from Antigua. Like, you know, it's this like interesting, fascinating thing, even if you don't know anything else about that person. So for Katie to not even know where Maggie's from tells me she did not care to know about her and further solidifies my narcissist. Um, what am I, why, why Diagnosis. are you me? Yes. Not I yes, I guess diagnosis, yes. <laughs> because I'm like, how you live with somebody and don't know where they're from? Yeah. And then the Karen's And they have a in clear accent. Accent, oh first of all. The Karen's in the comments were like, I don't know the ancestry of every single person I've ever dated or met. And I'm like, that is not a you're flex. A <laughs> you're a terrible fucking partner. Like what? <laughs> if you can remember that you're one sixty-fourth Cherokee, like why the fuck exactly. can't you remember that? To someone that you live with was born somewhere else. Like exactly. Like if you can remember that your ex boyfriend is half Italian, you can remember that Matt's half Nigerian. It's the same it's, thing. It's like the you same can remember. Thing. Oh God. So Katie does her shitty. Oh, like I don't appreciate being judged. Like I'm just an ally trying to do, and I'm gonna. I'm listening and learning. I think we just said listening and learning too. And I was like, girl, if you don't shut the fuck up and get off my phone, I don't even know what to do with you. She also does this thing, this white woman thing that I notice a lot of white women do, in which they say something like, "I'm such a fucking idiot," like expecting you to be like, "No, you're not." Like expecting you to make them feel better about being a fucking idiot. And so she's, oh, that's why, because I'm, I'm just such, I'm just such a fucking idiot. That's why I just couldn't because I'm just, I'm so yes. stupid. Yes, you. Are. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, girl, nobody's gonna, nobody's comforting you, right? If you, if you think you're stupid, then great. But I'm really tired of white women fucking up and then 
throwing this pity party for themselves and painting them out to be the bad guy, I'm not going to console you. Just own up like an adult. Say you made a mistake and you're sorry. That's it. And you don't have to say you're an idiot. You don't have to like try to make yourself sound terrible so other people can build you up. Like it's not about you. It's not. And that's exactly what she did. That's exactly what she did. That's what she's been doing all along. It's just remember when she was talking about, oh, we want to see changes from the Bachelor franchise from inside. And that's why I became the Bachelorette. And I was like, so (laughs) you as a white woman became the Bachelorette because of the issues of racism that we've been having in the Bachelor franchise. So you thought as a white woman, it made sense for you to become the Bachelorette to fight racism. To fight racism as a white woman, taking up space from someone else. Yes, that's exactly how you be an ally. Look, I never believed Katie was an ally. And she even said, oh, a lot of you are coming at me and saying this proves I'm not an ally, but I'm absolutely an ally. I'm like, no, the fuck you're not, girl. If you can't even remember where somebody's from, where the black people around you are from, how are you an ally? How are you an ally? Especially with what's happening in Ethiopia with the Tigray people, like in Tigray, like why, if you cared about Maggie so much, why would that not be at the forefront of your mind? Right? Maggie has been trying to spread awareness for the situation in Tigray for a minute now. And I have never seen Katie say anything about it. Granted, I really don't follow her that hard because I'm really not trying to see what she has to say. But if she were an ally, I wouldn't she like say something? If they were actually friends, wouldn't she say something? So at the end of her story, uh-huh. she posts something like, Ma- oh, Maggie and I talked offline and we're good. We're cool. We're still great friends. Like, oh, I'm like, no, she, you know, you're not. She had <laughs> to post that because people were ratioing her. People were calling her the fuck out for her response. That's why she posted that. She posted that a little bit after, like a, a decent amount of time after she made those apology videos, whatever, because she was being rude. And people could tell she was being rude. Surprise. Other white people will also call you out when you're being fucked up. Like, surprise. Exactly. So (laughs) I'm starting to see a lot of people who are Katie stands can't stand her. (laughs) And I'm like, I couldn't stand her in the beginning. So welcome to the club, (laughs) y'all. Because she's been this way the entire time. Mm -hmm. It is not looking good for Miss Katie Kate. I do not appreciate her presence on any media that I consume. I don't. And I, I don't know how we're going to get through the next two weeks. I'm going to be real honest with you. Like, I are we just really washing for Tasha's outfits at this point? Like, yeah. Is that at this about? point, I'm watching for Katie to be outdressed in every scene. <laughs> like, that's the highlight of this episode for me now. Katie is always outdressed and it's hilarious. So really, I'm watching for that. I'm going to watch for the shit show that is Greg. And I don't know, I guess we'll just see what happens. But yeah, I've been checked out of this season for a minute now, but we I just got messed yeah. up the strength. <laughs> yeah, we, we can do this, guys. We were hoping that there would be a break before like Bachelor in Paradise, but I don't really think we're getting one. I think literally no. Bachelor in Paradise starts the following week. And yep. I don't know how we're going to do that. 
Yeah. So, yeah, there is no break. And usually between seasons, we take a break, much needed mental health break from Bachelor Nation. But there is no break. So wish us luck, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like low key wondering, like, should we just still take a break and just do a two, uh, like a double part recap, like the following week? Yo, because I'm down. Like, for real i'm down to even i'm down to even skip next week and just do a recap of katie's whole like last two see two episodes or something because guaranteed i'm gonna be bored guaranteed (laughs) yeah yeah but god we will figure it out we will let you know on the socials but there is definitely gonna be a break coming because we need it (laughs) we absolutely need it (laughs) yeah we yeah this season has already just been like it's felt like I love the podcast I love doing this podcast but actually watching the season has felt like climbing uphill for the past few weeks and I'm like yo I need a break I hope Bachelor in Paradise is juicy maybe that will energize us maybe it will but I'm still voting for the we cover the first two episodes of Paradise on the 23rd and take that week of the premiere off. <laughs> like, I'm still all down for that. Yep. Okay. We will figure it out. But other than Katie showing her ass, <laughs> is there any other news? Nope. Nope. I'm sure there is, but I'm all newsed out right now. Like, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I just went through 10 things. There's so much. Yes, yes. There was a lot going on. And I'm sure there's something that we haven't covered. Like there's we do this all the time where we'll talk about stuff and then after we're done recording, we'll be like, Oh shit, we forgot to talk about XYZ. Sick of us. So yeah, I'm sure there's something, but whatever. That's yes. the show. But yeah, <laughs> that's all I have. Do you have anything that you want to talk about next? No, just that Katie's not an ally, no matter how much she insists she's an ally. And if somebody's insisting they're an ally, they're probably not an ally. So be vigilant, y'all. Don't believe people when they shout adamantly from the rooftop that they're an ally. Chances are they're most likely not. If you have to tell me you're a billionaire, you're definitely not a billionaire. If you have to tell me numerous times you have a big dick, you probably don't have a big dick. That's just the that's just the law. <laughs> it, it's the law. I looked it up. It's right here. Penal code. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we have for you this week. Once again, I'm Jen. She's Lex, and we are the Blash Rats. Catch you next time, guys. <laughs>